0: My name's Mimi Bouchard, founder of Superhuman, the transformational app that helps you become your future self so that you can finally start attracting more joy, abundance, health, wealth, and love into your life. And that's also my mission on this podcast. Meet people whose lives have been transformed in big and small ways, but always for the better. They tell me how they did it so that you can too. Hey guys! Okay, so much to catch up on. I decided to do an impromptu solo Q&A episode because there are just so many things that I would love to discuss with you and I put a question box up on my Instagram and I got so many great questions and I thought to myself, "Okay, I'm going to record a catch-up solo episode to release next week and put aside all my pre-recorded content because there are just too many things." that I want to discuss with you. Life has been pretty different these days, pretty busy, and I'm not sure if you can hear it from my voice, but I am just coming off of a bad cold. So in height of all the craziness going on, moving around in England, waiting for our house that we purchased to be ready to close, to getting a new puppy, to just... A lot of craziness at work, to needing to hire a lot of people last minute, to just personal stuff. Life is just a lot at the moment. So yeah, I think I got sick from the lack of sleep with the puppy and just traveling around a lot and probably not taking care of myself as much as I should be. With that being said, though, let's jump right into the personal Q&A. So the first question is, how is puppy life going? If you follow along on Instagram, you'll know that we got a puppy. Her name is Olive. She is an English Cocker Spaniel. She is quirky, confident, sensitive, crazy, and cuddly. We love her, but we're also just trying to manage, you know, our lives with a new puppy. It is definitely difficult And it makes me realize that whenever we end up having kids, I need to have peace in my life. I cannot be moving around. I cannot be working as much as I am right now because honestly, having a small thing to take care of, and of course, a child is a lot more work than a puppy. So having a puppy to take care of has just been a lot to handle with all of the work that we have at the moment but we're making it work. So to answer the question, how is puppy life going? It is going well. It was definitely difficult the first week or so just understanding her. You know, it was just hectic. The lack of sleep was pretty adamant um, in my life. It was really affecting how I was working because when I don't sleep, I'm just not the same person. And, you know, she's been sleeping in her little bed area in our bedroom. We tried to leave her alone and it just was terrible and did not work. I think she has some bad anxiety when we are not in her vicinity that we are trying to slowly work on. So (laughs) it's been good. She's been incredible at times, very difficult at others. It is uh, a huge responsibility. And I knew that I just didn't realize how much of my life would be consumed. So it's been great for Ben and I. It's really like preparing us for, you know, having a responsibility together and something to take care of. And he's definitely started bonding with her a lot. You know, initially it was me pushing us to get a dog and Ben wasn't that crazy about the idea. He wasn't opposed to it, but he wasn't as excited as I was. And now they are just so in love. It's really sweet you know before we got her Ben said you know the dog's not going to be allowed in the bed and i said okay and the next thing i know this morning Ben texted me a photo i was upstairs of him and her in bed cuddling and she was like under the covers it was very sweet so puppy life is good it is tiring and just distracting but it's i'm now feeling like i'm in a flow with my calendar and with my schedule I feel like my voice is cracking so much. I can't even take a big deep breath in because I feel like I had tonsillitis a week ago. I am self-diagnosing that, but there was something really bad with my throat, but hopefully it's going to be fully gone soon. All right. So the next question is how do you manage all the things as a working dog mom? So really just getting into a schedule with her. I'm very lucky that Ben, my partner, we both work from home, so we're kind of tag-teaming it, which really helps. Like today, I had a few meetings, and I went to the gym, and Ben took care of her. Yesterday, he was running around with friends all day and going to the gym himself, so I was taking care of her, and we just tag-team it. It's been really helpful having him. It would be very hard if I was alone doing this, trying to run a business at the same time. You know, if... I'm on a call and she (laughs) starts peeing herself in her crate and I need to pause and go clean it up for her and just make sure she's okay. And it's definitely distracting, but I will say I've been working a lot less than I usually do, especially being in the UK right now. My team mainly works in EST and I'm obviously here, so I'm basically working half days and I'm not working full time, so I must admit that I am not superwoman and I am definitely not able to work full time at the moment, but things will get better when she grows up a little bit and is not needy 24 seven right now. She's still in that phase and we're going to slowly try to get her to be a little bit more independent and I'll keep you guys posted on that. All right. Next question is your fiance into self-growth slash meditating slash journaling too. He's not really, to be honest with you. And I wanted to answer this very transparently because a lot of people in this space, think that their partner needs to be as into the self-development world as they are. And I don't believe in that. I think having your own interests is very important and not pressuring the other person to be interested in what you're interested in. I don't want to come across as you know self-righteous, and it does not make me above Ben in any way because I do more personal development work. And I don't really care, to be honest with you. He has definitely gotten more into health and wellness since being with me. And he does once in a blue moon do a meditation with me or do something personal development related, but it's just not really his thing. And, you know, he's, you know, pretty self aware of his own crap. And I think doing personal development work is mainly to help you get over your own crap and to really step into the best version of yourself. And he does that in his own way. It's not by reading self-help books, but he goes to the gym. He's very self-aware. And I think those qualities are, you know, just as good. So yeah, long answer short, he does not, but he is into bettering himself in non meditative self-growth journaling types of ways. You know what I mean? The next question, and we're kind of pivoting to a random topic here is, did you get investors to fund your business? No, I have not. And that's something that has been a topic with my business coach at the moment. And I get messages quite often from investors, from VCs, wanting to learn more about superhuman, wanting to invest. And to be honest with you, I'm just not interested at the moment. Uh, There are many reasons why. Number one, we don't need to raise money, which is a really amazing place to be. And I'm super proud that the business is where it is and that we aren't forced to raise money at the moment and you know number 2 i just i don't want a boss and when you raise money especially with vcs you know you end up having a boss or a board of 10 bosses that essentially tell you how much you pay yourself that give you rules essentially and targets that you don't even give yourself and at the moment in the business i'm not interested in someone else telling me what to do. And I'm also not needing the cash. So I am not going to get investment at the moment. And hey, this very much so may change in the future. If I find an incredible strategic investor for the business that, you know, is very much aligned with our values and the way that we want things done, then of course we would consider it. But I'm very grateful I'm not in the position where I'm forced to raise money because there are a lot of decisions that I want to make for the company. And I just don't think we're we're there yet. I don't think it's smart to raise money when you don't need to. Okay. So the next businessy question we have here is, as you hear my emails go in the background, tips for hiring the right people. I'm in the process of hiring for a new assistant at the moment. And by the time this episode airs, we will have already hired someone. So I apologize, but I've hired many people over the past six months, especially. And it's one of those things that I really have just gotten better with over time. I wasn't very good at it at the beginning. And I think still sometimes I kick myself in the foot and I think, oh, that didn't work out. This person did a two day trial and it just didn't work out. How did I not see the red flags? And now I see all the red flags. But then I realized that a lot of people need to be given a chance and I'm good at seeing potential in candidates and in interviews since sometimes that benefits me because they end up being great. And sometimes that's a big disadvantage because, like I just said, I kicked myself in the foot and I said, how did I not see the red flags? Like just last week, we trialed a new assistant for a day. And it was just really not a good fit. And you know I thought to myself, what a waste of a day. <laughs> Why did I not see these red flags? I really wanted to give her a shot. And it just didn't work. And it just, she turned out differently and you just have to move on. So I would say my biggest tip for hiring the right people would simply be to have a long interview process to try to get as many people on your team Um, and anyone that you know, uh, to really talk to these candidates and to make sure that you're getting a lot of different opinions. I actually have my business coach sometimes act as someone on my hiring panel. I just hired a head of operations at my company and it was a really big, important hire. You know, she's getting equity and all that jazz. So I wanted to make sure she was the right fit. So I got her on many conversations with my head of growth, with my business coach and many calls with myself and we all kind of, you know, discussed it and she ended up being an amazing fit and you know, I'm I'm definitely super happy with her being on board now. So, I think just trying to ask as many questions as possible, put them into scenarios and and really really get to know who they are as people is very important. So, the next question is, what was your first ever job? I believe my first ever job was babysitting when I was about 12, 13 years old. My first ever job at a company was I was a sales associate at a clothing boutique near my house when I was 15 years old till I was about 17 years old, part-time when I was in school. And then I worked at restaurants as well during that time. I've done so many odd jobs, gosh, like dog walking, working at juice bars, a lot of babysitting. I was always a good babysitter. What would younger Mimi be most proud of you for is another question that I really wanted to answer because that's super sweet. Young Mimi would be proud of me for a lot of things right now. I'm thinking about maybe Mimi at 17, 18 years old. She'd be proud of me for doing the thing and committing and being relentless and actually making it happen. You know, there's something to be said about that continual relentless attitude, and I never really lost that. And it brought me to where I am today, I believe. So that's what I would say. And then the next question is, what is one of your daily health hacks that you stay consistent with? I have a few a handful of daily health hacks. I think generally speaking, I am a healthy person. I know right now I'm sick. (laughs) We're just getting over a cold, so I'm not the best example of health at the moment, but Something I stay very consistent with is actually having my green drink in the morning. It's something I just have done for almost a year consistently, I would say. And I'm honestly just addicted to the taste in the morning. And I know some of you might think that like a greens powder drink in the morning tastes disgusting, but I'm obsessed with the Organifi green juice and crisp apple flavor. It's like my new new thing. I, I like the original a lot too. And I was having that for a long time, but they have this new flavor called crisp apple and it tastes so good. And I have that with ice and a glass straw in the morning. And sometimes I'll do a squeeze of fresh lemon if I'm feeling fancy or if we have lemon in the fridge and it's just so refreshing and it just wakes me up and it has all these incredible superfoods in there that just make me immediately feel like I'm setting myself up for a healthy day and it motivates me to continue being healthy throughout the day. So I would say that is one of my most consistent healthy health hacks or healthy habits other than all my meditation and that kind of journaling stuff. But an actual tangible one is having my greens drink in the morning. And if you guys have not heard of Organifi, I'm sure you have, if you're a listener of this podcast, but they offer very, very high quality organic superfood blends. They have everything from this green juice that you can have in the morning to a healthy hot chocolate you can have in the evenings and protein powders. And the quality of this company is very high. And that's why I've been using them for years. So they're also a sponsor of the podcast. If you want to get, 20% off anything on their website, go to Organifi.com forward slash Mimi. That is Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Mimi. And you can use the code Mimi as well at checkout for 20% off of anything on their website. All right, moving on to the next question. Congrats on your engagement. Wedding updates, where and when is it happening? Okay. So we've been engaged now for eight months, which is crazy. And I've just started talking to a wedding planner. Life has just flown by and yeah, so we're a little bit delayed, but that being said, I have made some decisions. So we, well, I have Ben, and I have, he actually doesn't give a crap about where we're getting married or what it's going to look like. He just wants to get married. So he has allowed me to take the lead as a lot of grooms do. So yeah, we're going to be probably getting married in Italy which is somewhere that we have both loved forever, probably Tuscany and probably next fall or next, next spring. Well, spring 2025 or fall of 2024. We have just really started the process, so I will keep you guys updated, but that's kind of the update there. And the next question is, are you moving back to the Bahamas? So a lot of you have seen on Instagram that I'm in the UK right now. We actually just purchased a house here and Yeah. So we've decided to purchase this property as an investment and also just to have a home base in London. We really love it here. We haven't been spending enough time here. This is where initially Ben and I met and I lived here most of my early twenties and I definitely want to have a footprint here. I, I absolutely love the city. We are still technically residents of the Bahamas and we will be there for most of the year. So we still have our place there. We're just renting there Buying a property in the Bahamas isn't always the best uh, financial decision. The properties there don't really appreciate as much as bigger urban cities. So, we're going to continue keeping our place there, but we're really going to live back and forth, mainly in the Bahamas, but you know, four to six months a year in the beautiful city of London. So that's where we're at right now. I'm going to be in England for probably the next five months though. So I'm so excited about that. And I cannot wait to show you guys the new house we purchased. It is the first property I've ever purchased and it's a huge deal. I'll do a whole episode about that. I will be sharing everything about the renovation that we are doing to it, both on Instagram and I'll just do an episode on here probably as well. This is a massive project and it's just going to be unreal. I'm very, very excited. I have one more question that I can see here, but it's not personal per se, but I would love to answer it anyway because I have some opinions on it. So someone asks, how do you know if a relationship is over? I have some thoughts here. I love to follow the Gottman Institute. Uh, They have an Instagram page. I've actually used one of their therapists before. Ben and I have. It is a whole kind of practice when it comes to relationship therapy. Definitely check them out, the Gottman Method, Gottman Institute. And they say that, you know, if a relationship, like the biggest predictor to a relationship ending is if one of the people have contempt and contempt essentially means that one person thinks that they're like above the other person or better than the other person is what I believe that definition is. And so. I've always told friends that are in relationships, or if I, you know, am in conversation and this comes up, my opinion is always: if one person has contempt in the relationship, that's a big predictor that the relationship's already over. Because it's really hard to come back from that. It's very, very hard to have one person in the relationship just constantly think that they're better than the other, and that's a terrible thing to experience. So that's what I would say: contempt. And check out the Gottman Institute, Gottman Method. Anyway, these are my questions that I'm answering today. I'm going to go drink some tea and hope my throat gets better. So thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this update. Uh, Much more to come. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Okay, bye. Did you know if you leave a rating or review on this podcast, the algorithm is going to target you with more content that you enjoy. So take advantage of the beautiful algorithm. And please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating or review on our podcast. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time.